We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
What is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here at Steen7904. If you want to get all technical, I mean, it's actually 522 on the East Coast, 222 on the West Coast, 422 Tennessee time. But of course, of course, I'm just time of the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Yahoo Today and Donor Today Three Man Booth. First off, it's uh, our returning champion, Kyle Murray. What's going on, Kyle? How's the uh, how's hump day treating you? It's good. Yeah, two days in a row. So it's good to be back here. Uh, this plate is much bigger than yesterday's, but looking forward to it. Yeah, Big T was just saying pre-show he, how uh, jealous he was that you got to work with me two days. Something like, maybe I'm just a, is that the exact quote, Tony? More, did I box that, was, that was what I said. Is I, it the exact I, I, opposite? Yeah, I said we can't be making you look good two days in a row. You know what doesn't look good is your uh, TV setup in your uh, in your house. Oh, What's I mean, don't, don't get me started with it. I mean, <laughs> unless people send a picture back, I, I want to see something better out there. I mean, that's an 80-inch, cost me like five grand. 65 yeah. inch right next to it three kids i want to see anyone with a wife and three kids that has those that set up in their family room well, you're putting these stipulations on why are you adding all these stipulations well, you got, well, you obviously if you're single and you got no, no one else in the house you can do whatever you want what do you mean stipulation oh so you can't do whatever you want oh dean <laughs> <laughs> i saw you making the point that you can oh, and you're gonna get me just saying... you finally found my weak spot i'm rattled <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I know it's not March Madness time, but you, did you save the boxes for those TVs? Are you going to return these them? Are one, these are owned. We only do that in March Madness. We'll, we'll have two more. We'll keep the boxes. We'll bring them back just like always. I can't. <laughs> this best buy. Are you not red flagged yet? Oh, no, you buy? do it at Walmart. I mean, I can put like bricks in my box and bring it back to Walmart. <laughs> they don't care. Gosh. That's the advice um, that people want right there. There we yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, first of all, there's nothing better than that move either. Like when you want the four TVs from March Madness, go buy two or three. Even if you got to go to two or three different places, bring them back three weeks later. Guaranteed great move. What's better than watching one terrible basketball, college basketball game oh, watching four see, terrible games? It only took five games. minutes for you to get into just a horrendous take. And you're going to be telling people that the big dog played for Michigan. And, I mean, come on. There's, like, And then you said it to a freaking 19-year-old, so he couldn't even correct you. Well, right, he knows he's a little. We <laughs> <laughs> had people thinking I'm still in high school in here. I mean – you're older than Triple J, right? Yeah, I think. And, and less handsy, I hope, I, I assume? No, Triple J is definitely younger than him. Yeah, Triple yeah, J, yeah. Uh, he got into foul trouble once again. Not by much, hurt. but he's definitely younger. Uh, we don't have a lot of time for shenanigans or, or nonsense. You know why? Because it's 11-game slate. No more pleasantries. That's it. I'm uh, going to cut it off. I uh, also want to mention, of course, Yahoo. Thank Yahoo for sponsoring this show. If you guys are aware, uh, NFL for FanDuel, the single entry series since the last week over there going down. Uh, currently, an RG member is in the top five. And if you finish in the top six, I believe uh, you'll be going to the WFFC party in Puerto Rico. That'll be good times as well. Um, yeah, so go ahead and check that out over there as well. And, uh, Tony, if you're rocking the RG badge, and I know you are. I think you are. I presume you are. If you're not, then this yeah, is Yeah, of course I am. Well, if you finish in the top ten, I know you, you probably know a guy. You probably already have RG premium, but if you don't, if you don't have to know I mean, guy, what if I pay, Dean? I mean, some of us have to pay around here. Well, okay, so you pay for RG Premium, but not for your TVs. Is that what, that's what I pay for my TVs. <laughs> you I just, I, I, they don't work for me. They don't fit the room. I mean, they don't – it just doesn't – it doesn't fit in that room, so they got to bring them back. <laughs> we do want to give the shout-out to those that are rocking the RG badge. Of course, we incentivize y'all for doing so. Uh, you, you finish in the top ten of certain contests around the industry. Devin's going to go ahead and drop that link in chat for you guys. Go ahead and have that at check it out, get more details. Not just the Rotor Grinders chat, but also the YouTube chat. And again, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, we very much appreciate if you like and subscribe 
Uh, Tony, how do you like to hit the like button? Where do I that, what, where do I get my uh, t shirt from winning the Crunch Time tournament on Friday? Where where do I pick that up at? I'm in the office. I can I can send a message. To can you, you send it to you me? Yeah, I mean, because I, I dominated those dudes, and I, I want my t shirt. Do you not have a Rotor Gunners t shirt yet? It doesn't matter. I want my championship t shirt. Well, it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the same shirt. It's not gonna That's say like right. I beat Raw. What if I want to put it in the frame? It, it was called like the <laughs> Dingleberry Tournament or something that day too. <laughs> I don't I think it was called Roth is gonna win. I don't yeah, know why Dingleberry is like on your mind. <laughs> no, I mean he said something about. We're it. late coming into the room. I don't know what no, you were up to. <laughs> it was something weather related that he said like long, Dingleberry long tail, is not weather related. <laughs> long tail, big spine or something. I, I gotta Roth. I, I gotta ask Roth what it was. Hit up the Urban Dictionary. Kyle was there. What did he say that day? Actually, I just remembered Kyle was in the car that day. What did he? What did he say that day when we were driving back? When we were getting the weather report, what did he call it that day? Oh, oh yeah, that Sunday morning. It, no, uh, when we were driving back from golf in San Diego. Oh, oh. What oh. did he call that weather system? You remember? It was like, uh, oh, I, we got to remember now. We it was gotta, definitely he, not Dingleberry again. It was yeah, something no, he, similar no, he to that. Drew, yeah, yeah, he showed something that looked like a. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get Roth. I'm texting him right well, now. Get, get Roth as you're doing that. Can I that, call him uh, right now on the phone? Well, <laughs> so some people do like to call people while, while the shows are going You on. keep going here. I'm going to get an answer real quick. Put yourself on mute temporarily if you don't mind. No, I don't. I leave mine on mute just so people can't get me like I got you yesterday again <laughs> while I was eating. How rude of me to, uh, or all of us, uh, we, we interrupted the shout outs. We want to give a shout out to those that are rocking the RG badge again. Uh, check out the link there on YouTube. Like, subscribe, and all that kind of nonsense good to, as, as well. Uh, nonsense. It should go on nonsense. Oh, see, nonsense. I was right. I was right again. I got the name that quick. It's not Dingleberry. It was called Baby Dick Storm. Oh, all right. <laughs> see, it was involving a dick. I told you, Baby Dick Storm tournament. I wasn't invited to this one for some reason. I was not aware of this link. Must uh, not have the equipment to play in it. Well, you know, I have the, oh, uh, the funds. <laughs> not everybody has their own personal tripod, Big T. Um, all right. Kid, seamless segue. Uh, Kid PVP, want to give a shout out to Kid PVP, rocking the RG badge, as well as Bond nine two one one and Mad H Mac. All right, uh, we're gonna break it down game by game, obviously in a second. Big T, do you have a screenshot as far as this slate, like a a plan of attack? Because there's a lot of games going on. I'm just planning on letting Kyle give me all the winners. Well, I'm here too. Maybe. Well, you're not gonna. I mean, who are you gonna tell me to play? Freaking Giannis, Luca. Dude, I t- Rashawn Holmes, I told the people yesterday, if you were who'd watching. You, who'd you put in the graphic? Did you, you put in the graphic today? It's Luca, not, that's not Luca, Luca and Dinwiddie. Is Dinwiddie on the graphic today? I think Dinwiddie's a strong play, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Nance. Oh, what? Really? <laughs> who'd you, you said someone was going 20 and 20 yesterday. Though. It's on Whiteside. Did he get there? No. But you know, but I said Rashawn Holmes going to put up fifty. But White side, the highest owned guy on the slate. You re, you really went crazy there too. <laughs> You're forgetting the Rashawn Holmes. Tonight, I, th- I think Kyle tonight. I think Giannis is going to get a triple double. Really? Yeah, I mean he's going to get sixty five tonight. I'm going out on a limb. <laughs> Isn't that like basically what he's projected for? I assume that's what he's projected for, more or less. Exactly, Dean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have RG projections in front of me right now. He's currently projected for 63 and change. Wow. See, so, yeah, I went up and away. 65, I said. Look how bold you're being. Yeah, well, save these takes for the later on of the show when we okay. drop our hot take at the end. I'm going to hold them uh, off. Kyle, you want to give me a screenshot? Uh, Big T is going to listen to me intently as well, too, because mm-hmm. he's got nothing right now. 
Yeah, I mean, this one's uh, it's obviously a lot different than we had uh, yesterday. I think yesterday was more of a balanced slate. This one, I like the studs a little bit more. Um, kind of trying to work, you know, more value into my lineup so I can get a few extra of these studs. You know, um, obviously Giannis is a good play, but there are some other studs I think are going, you know, pretty overlooked. And I think it'll be nice to have them in your lineup. So hopefully, I can get a few of these, maybe two, maybe three, depending on how much value we can really find of these guys that are over, you know, eight nine k. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited for this one. I got I got some plays for you, Tony. Don't worry. I'm in. When do we got, get to the body parts here? Do right now. There you it? go. I know you're excited. Uh, Roth already answered you. By the way, that was pretty quick. That was very prompt, Roth. He, I mean, maybe I'm in his Facebook or his MySpace Five or whatever it was. <laughs> it's top eight you're talking about, not yeah. not the T-Mobile Five. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's another shout out to like nine years ago. Body parts. Jonathan Isaac's going to play with his ankle tonight. He is probable. J.D. Augustine, J.D., DJ Augustine is uh, probable with his finger. MCW's out with that hip. This is a big one, Kyrie Irving. Did you just tell us MCW's out? That was, that was important. Yeah. Well, you know, he's that's like 15 to 20 minutes that, that are going to be delegated amongst three different players. Uh, Kyrie Irving is out with his shoulder. That's important. Uh, Goran Dragic, he had the fish. Uh, he's currently questionable. Justice Winslow still out with his head. Uh, so that could be important as far as Miami's uh, backcourt. Uh, Marcus Smart, yeah, they took a rough fall the other day. I thought he was not going to come back, but he is playing tonight. He's expected to play. He's probable with his ankle and the hammer. Uh, Derek White's got a foot, so he can't play. Tristan Thompson's resting. He's out. Rested a lot last game, too. Uh, Larry Nance drawing the start with his thumb. He is probable. Kevin Love's, Love's got a back, but he's going to play with that back. Seth Curry, uh, he had the fish, not feeling well. He's out. Tony Snell, that's a big one. I know Big T loves, loves himself some Tony Snell. Uh, he's out with a hip. Uh, Jabari Parker, revenge game, so he's got to play. He's probable. Uh, Josh Richardson's out with his hip. Layman, Josh, uh, Jake Layman's out with a foot. Okogie's questionable with his knee. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, he didn't have the fish. He actually got it from a, he's not feeling well because his daughter gave him a sickness. So uh, definitely not the fish this time, but he is questionable because of an illness. So as Napier for the 19th time in a row is doubtful with his hamstring. And Kawhi Leonard is probable with his ankle. Get excited. We're going to see Kawhi in a PG-13 for the first time tonight. You enthused, Big T? Can't wait. <laughs> the enthusiasm is oozing the, off your face. The right Bart now. Scott. The Bart Scott after the playoff game. Can't, <laughs> Can't wait. wait. <laughs> yep. Uh, a game that I could definitely wait for is the Knicks at Philadelphia. 211 is the total. Philadelphia positioned to smash them. They're, they're uh, 12 point favorites here. Uh, New York probably has the lowest total on the slate. If not, yeah, I think the lowest total on the slate. Kind of eyeballing it there. Less than 100 uh, points. It's an 11 game slate, Kyle. Do we like any Knicks? Um, no, not really. Okay. Good talk. So, yeah. <laughs> Tony? Well, he said no, so you got to say no, too. I mean, I have – like, I don't ever play anyone against the Lakers or Philly. Like, I just don't mm-hmm. – I think their defense is just by far the best in basketball. It's an 11-game slate. I, I always narrow my field a ton anyways, but on an 11-game slate, there's not a chance I'm playing anyone against Philly unless there's like three dudes out or something, and there's not tonight. So uh, there's just yeah, this is an easy cross off game for me all the way around. There's a there's no Richardson today, so their defense takes a slight hit. But I agree with you. I don't want to pick on the Philadelphia defense and that New York side. There's nobody that's well positioned. They're they're as healthy as they've been in a while. Um, you know, Robinson. If like, predicting fouls, Robinson's going to be in foul trouble if he, he squares the bench, gonna beat a couple times. He's obviously great if he gets the minutes. Really good stocks guy to get on the right night, but you know this is not for, like the right night. Uh, no Robinson, so like uh, Furkan might grab some extra minutes here. Tony uh, Embiid seems like an interesting pivot off of the other guys. He's going to be super low owned if this game is somehow tight. 
for sure. If he plays like 32, 33 minutes against this New York front court, he can absolutely just annihilate the likes of, uh, you know, Randall and Gibson's long in the tooth and Bobby Portis has no chance of shutting him down. But, you know, overall, it's just a bunch of, you know, secondary plays for me in the Philadelphia side. This game's happening, but I don't think I'm going to have much. What say you? Yeah, I already have everyone axed out on my player pool, so no, no, you're not going to see me with anybody in this game unless someone like Embiid or someone gets ruled out before tip. Yeah, uh, if that happens, well, of course, no, at some point because that's the first game in the slate. Uh, 22 teams playing tonight. Interesting to note, only two teams as far as uh, not on an island game. Uh, Golden State's playing on a back-to-back, and this is a front end for Milwaukee for what it's worth. Kyle, you got anything on Philadelphia or you want to move on? I mean, the only guy that you can really play is MB. I think it's going to be a really bad game from a fantasy standpoint. Um, I guess the center position is pretty – you know, there, there are some options at center position, so MB should go pretty unowned. So I guess that's pretty much the only – I mean, if you have one lineup, he's probably not my number one center, but if you've got a few, I, I don't hate it. That's that's basically where I'm at as well. Uh, San Antonio, Washington, 237.5 is the total. That's a monster number, obviously, San Antonio – playing up and pace against a Washington team that uh, is terrible defensively as well. The tricky part here, Tony, is that like whoever likes to roster LMA or, you know, double D's, the Marta Rosen, like, and also they're being priced up in some spots too. Like they're certainly playable. Uh, I have a hard time getting excited. And, and then Murray, who's, you know, you're begging for those 26 minutes, 27 minutes or something like that. Of course we have no white. Uh, so I, I guess talk about Kyle, you know, talk to Kyle in a second, as far as Patty Mills, because I know you play, you play in Vandal and, He's kind of sort of popping over there because he's super low price. He's probably going to play about 25 minutes or so. And we don't know about the salary cap. So I guess you can play some mills on FanDuel. But uh, Tony, as far as the other sites, as far as Yahoo, as far as DK, wherever you're shopping, what do you think about the Spurs? Yeah, so on the late swap sites, I always think you get a nice edge by fading these early games unless you really, really like the plays. And it's a massive total, so I feel like I should like some plays. But like you said, on DraftKings, for example, like Aldridge and DeRozan are both like 8K almost. I don't need to pay 8K for those guys. Patty Mills and these guards should get a little boost. But, I mean, they're not even – like if Patty Mills was like 3,500, 3,400 in there, maybe I, maybe I could make a case, but he's 4K. He's not even that cheap. I always want to play Murray, but – Man, I just it sucks when you play this guy and he's rolling along and then he just doesn't play anymore. It's so tilting. So on an eleven game slate, do I really want to play twenty five minutes of Dejounte Murray? I don't. I just think since it's early, I'm not going to force these guys in. I don't hate it just because I mean they're projected in the one twenties, so they're going to score points. Washington's defense is just horrendous. But they could play 10 guys. I mean, how many are projected to play? Two, four, six, eight, like 11 or 12 guys could play. They and I think they will. Like, right? Like, they're going to play. I mean, minimum 10 deep. So, I don't need to play these guys. If it was a later game, maybe you could work something in. But since it's the early game, I'll wait as, I'll wait as long as possible for news on a slate this big. It's interesting. Like, this is why, like, totals don't mean everything, right? It's about how the pie is split up. Uh, and like if Wagner gets some run, he's a great play. And Wagner kind of ate the, the Bryant. We've seen that recently again. And Bryant, if he gets like 32 minutes, he's a really solid play. But I don't really know how those minutes are going to be dispersed. Of course, the one constant on Washington is Beal, right, Kyle? Uh, where is Beal as far as in comparison to the other studs in the slate? Like how much are you prioritizing him versus uh, versus comps? Yeah, Beal's a guy that I've been targeting a lot this year. Uh, he's just kind of a guy where he- – the first you know week or so of the, of the season, he really struggled. So people kind of got off that train. So I was kind of you know 
on him for you know those bounce back games. Um, this one I, I do like him a little bit. I think he's a really solid option. Um, the San Antonio defense isn't anything to write home about, but they do play pretty slow, so that's not ideal. Um, but when you when a guy has you know the usage that he controls, and he's pretty much the only consistent shot you know taker on this team, thirty two percent usage for the team. He's going to play a ton of minutes. I think Beal's definitely in play. There are some other shooting guards on this slate that I have uh, more interest in, and you know there are some other studs that I like. But I think Beal should come in. You know, you know, fifteen percent. I think is reasonable. So I'm not sure we, we have him in at lineup HQ now, but um, as long as he's not too highly owned, I think he's a really uh, interesting. Yeah, we've met twelve percent right now, so he's a really interesting GPP play. But for me on Fanduel, Patty Mills is a guy. Big T kind of mentioned it. if he was cheaper <laughs> on DraftKings, he would have the interest. But uh, he's thirty six hundred on Fanduel, so he is he is that price. So. On FanDuel, I like him. He's a guy who – And you got the no late swap too on FanDuel, which I I like locking in. I mean, I don't mind it. You have to lock in early. So, I agree. Like, you like him there, don't you? Yeah, and he's going to get more minutes. And when he gets the minutes, he's a guy that gets up shots. And, I mean, he's not going to do a ton for you peripheral-wise, but he's going to get the shots up. And there's nothing worse than rostering a min-priced guy who just won't shoot the ball. You know, that's kind of why I like guys like Langston Galloway and and now Patty Mills. As long as they're going to, you know, not be afraid to – to chuck that's what what i'm looking for here and isaiah thomas is always fun to have guard you too yeah exactly so and then even if he gets you know the ish smith defense that's no better so <laughs> that's true they do got both no wonder the spurs got a 120 total they got both <laughs> those defenders out there yeah, you don't exactly. want to follow us up with a jsu joke tony you're good oh the funny thing is i was going to but i mean he he's taking enough punishment today <laughs> you hit your quota <laughs> it'll I mean, roll over to tomorrow i suppose he had a nice little TV setup, though. I was impressed. He had a good little setup. Dude, you see those chairs he had in the side? He had four I mean, chairs. the chairs weren't great. The table wasn't great. But, I mean, the rest, the the the, the other parts were pretty solid. I'm going home. If you're giving me that chair, oh, I'm yeah. going home. I'm, I'm right out. back out. No question. <laughs> I agree with that. I'm out. I, yeah, the yeah. couch is, is good. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's definitely a cast system in that house for sure. Yeah, if you walk in and there's already three people sitting there, like you're going right back out the door. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, enjoy the game. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, he's not prepared for a big party, I suppose. But anything else this game that's worth talking about? Like, of course, you you mentioned Thomas and the minutes restrictions gone, and you know as the minutes have gone up, the you know the fantasy points a minute has gone down, which is predictable. It's playing with that starting lineup, playing alongside Beal more so as well. Um, yeah, it, this game is weird because it's got a huge total, but doesn't sound like we're terribly enthused overall. Is that is that fair to say, Kyle? Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I think one guy who has some value to me on, on FanDuel, I guess, is, is Bertans, the revenge game. I'm sure he's a super vengeful person towards these Spurs, but um, <laughs> really cheap at a, at a position where uh, I like, you know, getting Giannis and then going down. So, um, you know, I think Bertans is viable today. Golden State and Dallas, 218 is the total. Dallas is a 14-point favorite. Uh, Golden State on the back-to-back and travel, but there are guys that are cheap and, you know, they're going to score over 100 points because they're projected to do so, Tony. Uh, who's your favorite cheapie on the Warriors? My favorite cheapie on the Warriors? I, I, li- I like Golden State more than most people do right now just because a couple of these guys like Burks, he just has such a high ceiling, I think, even against Dallas. Uh, these guys just – they don't have anybody. So these guards especially – and Draymond, I consider basically a guard right now because he has to handle the ball. He's playing point. Yeah, I, I like these guys. They just have to do so much. You look at their roster, they just – they got all these big guys. I don't know. Like, I love Burks. I love Draymond. I kind of like Pascal just because he has to make plays, but definitely Burks and Draymond. 
Yeah, Pascal's a willing shooter. You, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Burks. He's averaged just sort just sort of fancy points per minute this season as well. Uh, I would say this. I don't know if you guys were watching the game last night, but uh, Draymond took an ugly fall with his elbow. Yeah, I wouldn't be on a back to back. And the what what incentive did he have to push Draymond? Wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised if we get we get a late scratch here or a scratch at some point, maybe up to lock or something like that. Uh, Kyle, jump in here. What's your thought as far as Golden State? Yeah, uh, I, I like I like Burks a lot yesterday, and that paid off pretty well. It's kind of the same situation, especially if Draymond does get the starter point guard, where Burks is essentially the the secondary ball hinderer with that top unit, and he's going to be you know pretty much the guy getting shots up. Him or Pascal are pretty much the the consistent shot takers here. Um, before Pascal actually fouled out yesterday, he was the one getting shots in, late in the game and close game. Like they were trying to put the game away with Pascal, which. Apparently they like the guy from Villanova. So uh, I'm interested in him again that I think he's 5,900 on both sides. So that's an appealing price for a guy who should play 35 minutes and wouldn't be surprised to see him, you know, get 15 to 20 shots with the way that they were using him yesterday. So uh, I think Burks and, and then Pascal will be my favorites. Uh, Glenn Robertson, the third is another guy I have some interest in. He's just getting a ton of minutes and he's pretty good peripheral wise, but um, yeah, then Draymond, obviously he, he's just way too cheap over on DraftKings. Still that price just has not caught up to what he's doing. So uh, I guess, I'd like him more on DraftKings, but he's good on FanDuel as well. Yeah, I do want to clarify, like, as far as I know, Draymond's good to go, and he came back in that game as well, too. So uh, I'm not saying he's going to sit. Uh, they're talking about it in chat right now. Not just the RG chat. Who knows what's going on there on YouTube, but if nothing else, if you're on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Uh, we mentioned studs, uh, Kyle. Uh, how much were you prioritizing Luka Doncic? He should absolutely annihilate uh, here against Golden State. Nobody's going to shut him down for sure. And he's the clear top guy. You know, Porzingis is, is, there, is the second guy, you know, it's pretty obvious as far as usage, as far as fantasy points are in it. Luca just does everything, I believe. You know, we have him projected. I was looking at projections earlier. We might have actually had him projected for a triple double, which will be that, that's Tony's big uh, bold call later on in the show. A triple double for Luca Doncic, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, where do you have him, Kyle? As far as amongst the studs, we'll talk about Harden soon enough. Giannis Antetokounmpo is Luca number one. Is he, where is he on your family feud board? Uh. Man, so I think out of those top three, Luka, Giannis, and Harden, I have him at two. Uh, Giannis one, Luka two, and Harden three. Luka's so good, and, you know, I don't like not playing him, but at that price when he's essentially the same price as as Giannis, he's he's a little bit cheaper. But, you know, I I do think I lean Giannis pretty heavily in this one. Um, I still want to get some Luka. You never want to go into a night with no Luka, especially in a good matchup like this because he's so good and he can break the slate. I mean, you kind of figure – He's at least a lock for a double double. He's going to do it one way or the other, and then you and then you have the the triple the triple double bonus as well. But my big thing is there's two guys that I really like in in the mid range that are either three thousand or about two thousand dollars cheaper than Luca at same position. So um, that's kind of where the issue for Luca comes in for me. Tony, yeah, I, I like Luca. It, it just depends. You needed to stay somewhat close. This game could get very ugly. Like, yeah. I loved I loved uh, John Morant yesterday just because when Golden State starts this lineup, they literally have no guards. So I, I don't understand how they're going to guard Luka at all. I don't know. Even like Tim Hardaway Jr., I think is pretty sneaky just because he's 3,500. And they just don't have guards. So I don't really understand. They could just get pasted in this game, which does worry me for sure because it's in Dallas – Back to back, they they played last night, right? That was the Draymond fall, right? That was uh, last yeah. Night. Golden State played last yeah. night, yeah, and they traveled as well too. Like, they should get waxed here. 
And like you said, Draymond with the fall and just different stuff, this game could get very, very ugly. So I think Luka could get there even in like three quarters, but you do you want the full run if you're playing a star. And I'm not 100% sure it stays close. So definitely a great play. I, I agree with Kyle. And I, I don't mind Porzingis. I haven't played him much this year. But, man, this is a good matchup for Dallas guys. Golden State just has all these big guys that aren't any good. Porzingis should eat. I like these guys, but I am concerned about a blowout. I would say if it stays tight, it's interesting, especially oh. in Yahoo, like a little mini game. If it stays there. tight, these guys are going to just absolutely smash. Yeah. And, like, Robinson's 13 bucks on Yahoo. And uh, who is the other guy? Burks is 15 bucks on Yahoo. Both those guys are really appealing prices, uh, especially if this game stays tight. Uh, we shall move on. Like a game stack of this game could easily win a tournament if it stays close. Like, I think you should almost, if you play it, play a few pieces from it if you play it for sure. And if it gets out of hand, maybe the Brunson burner gets a little extra run. There's no curry for what it's worth. So maybe he gets like 20 to 25 minutes or something like that against this terrible Golden State team. And, you know, he can make it work. A decent fantasy point better player. Just, you know, a guy typically doesn't get a ton of run. Uh, you took, I know you mentioned the THJ. I suppose he can get there as well in garbage time. Um, just kind of play that route. You know, build your nares. You know, when you're making your lineups, you're kind of making – essentially saying what's going to happen in that game sometimes. All right, Milwaukee, speaking of studs, uh, in Atlanta, 232.5 is a total. Uh, they're 11-point favorites. Tony, Giannis Antetokounmpo, is he better or worse than uh, Luka tonight? Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good question. I, I probably like – I like them equal just because I think Milwaukee has just as likely of a chance at blowout – which makes this makes this slate kind of interesting because a few of the stars are clearly in blowout spots. Like this game, Atlanta doesn't have much either. I guess Trey could keep them close if Trey gets hot. I do like Trey tonight too in this game, but it's super similar to the last game. Like I feel like if you play Giannis, you need to play Trey and kind of correlate it a little bit because if it stays close, Trey is going to be the reason it stays close. And I don't know. I, lo- I like Giannis. He, I mean, you just look at his numbers, 55 the last two games, 71, 62, 60, 81, 61. I mean, he's just always up there. He, he's solid. So even though he, he misses free throws every once in a while? Oh, I, the rim, I still don't want to build my team around him. I'm not saying I like that. I mean, I, I'm not building my team around a guy that airballs back-to-back free throws. I promise <laughs> you that. Even, you even, like even Dino would not airball free throws. I promise that. I, I won't airball free throws. Yeah, I'll, I'll get at least get, get, get some rim. I'll grace I've always rim. said it, though. Like, in the regular season, sure, he's going to he's gonna just load the stat column every single night. Uh, he's fine. Every night he's fine because he's going to crush. Um. By the way, here's a stat for you. You mentioned uh, Trey Young on the other side, and the best way to get the Milwaukee is to shoot from the outside. They're much better on the inside. You shoot from the outside in this season. They, uh, the Bucks have yielded more three points, three pointers made than any other team in all of basketball. Uh, one more per average than the team that's second worst for what it's worth. So, uh, yeah, second worst by the way, Golden State. No surprise there. Uh, Trey Young is interesting for tournaments for sure. And I agree. If you're playing Trey, you almost kind of sort of have to play Giannis with him and just kind of build a lineup around that. Uh, what's your take here, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you're reading right off the expert survey uh, what I wrote up about Trey. You know, the, no, I, I didn't. <laughs> but go ahead, elaborate. Yeah. yeah, the Bucks are allowing not only the most three point made, but also most three point attempts, and that's been the kind of the story for the past two years. They really their their defensive scheme. It kind of seems is to pack the paint and force teams to beat them with the three. 
And, you know, obviously that's going to align pretty well with Trey Young. Uh, with Herter and Collins off the floor in, in almost 230 minutes this year, Trey Young's at a 35.2% usage and a 1.36 per minute fantasy production. So love that. And I, they're a great correlation play. Trey Young at, I think on FanDuel, they have him at 17% right now. That's that's way too low in my opinion. I think he's an amazing play. He's one of the reasons why I have a hard time getting to Luka because he's $2,000 cheaper, uh, 1800 I guess, on FanDuel. So, you know, man, I just can't resist that price. I know I know it's somewhat pricey at 9.7, but compared to all the other studs on the slate, he's pretty cheap. And I know this game does have some blowout risk, but if this game does blow out, you kind of got to figure it's, you know, in the hands of Giannis. Giannis is at like 1.9. Fan, uh, fantasy points per minute with Middleton off the floor this year. So, and a 37% usage. And that's in over 200 minutes of a sample. So it's, it's not like a, it's a small sample at all. Um, so, yeah, I really love both of these guys. This, this is my favorite combination by far. And uh, I think I'll have this in, in most of my lineups tonight. Do we care about any of the fringe players? Uh, Parker Revenge, I guess he's not a fringe player, but the, all the other peripheral pieces in this game where it's basically the, the, it's, uh, the two studs more or less. I for, I completely forgot that Parker was even on the Bucks until you said that. But now oh, it I remember. Happens. Yeah, uh, there are two guys I have some interest in. Um, Brooke Lopez, Duck. I don't like saying that name, but um, he's really cheap, and there are some studs at other positions that I like. So going down at center might be uh, somewhat interesting today. And then Sterling Brown. You know, Divincenzo and Sterling Brown have been both been playing over twenty minutes, and you know, Divincenzo gets the price bump. Sterling Brown doesn't. So. Um, I'm just going to lean Sterling Brown at, you know, 4,100 on, on FanDuel. Decently priced pretty much across all the sites. So, um, yeah, those are the two uh, secondary pieces I like here. Tony, you got anything here? Uh, I, I like how, I like how DiVincenzo's looked lately. I mean, the other night yeah. he played 28 minutes, 35 fantasy points. But, I mean, he's got the price bump. It's an 11-game slate. I think it's just a, a nice little star stack for me, Giannis and Trey. I think the other on an eleven game slate, like there's just so many good values that are underpriced that it's tough to it's tough for me to play guys like Robin Lopez, Divincenzo. Even though I like him, like if it's a five game slate, I like those guys more than I've tried to not just play guys just to play them. I mean, there's so many elite values to force guys in, so I think it's just the stars for me. Yeah, and if it's like not Giannis, then maybe Bledsoe absolutely smashes this game. Somebody's gonna smash against Atlanta for sure. Could easily be Bledsoe, but man, it's tough to play him tonight. The DiVincenzo thing is just like I don't want to play. Like I don't want to pick between DiVincenzo and Brown and Hill and Matthews and Coniston uh, and Ilyasova and Corver. They have to want DiVincenzo to like to blow up though, because he at least has upside. None of these other guys like have upside to grow. I don't think DiVincenzo could be a stud, man. He's only what is he? Two years, three years out of college, really. Of course, you don't know who he is. He freaking won the national title like two years ago, scoring 30. For what like, team? We don't, we don't talk what? about that. We don't talk about Did that. they beat Michigan, I assume? Well, I it was know. against Michigan. I don't I remember know. who they played, but he went off in the freaking final. And I mean, he's young. He could still crush. Freaking Sterling Brown, George Hill, Wes Matthews is like 50. These guys have no upside. <laughs> so at least David Chinzo has some talent. Was he like a top pick? Yeah, he was a first-round pick. I mean, he wasn't like a number three pick, but he was a first-rounder. Oh, okay. So they didn't like they didn't tank to get him or something like that. Okay, yeah. No. Right. I mean, who? Why would they tank, Dean? <laughs> Just wanted to tell you a little bit. Uh, Orlando and Toronto. You dropped too. a great one yesterday, though. One of your best ever, where you. You were like saying something about me, and then you just slid it in, and then you moved right on. I forget what you said. It was a good one. <laughs> That's what got casual. me going when I called you. you. You put a little dag. It was a good one. <laughs> Subtlety. It works yeah, sometimes. I liked uh, it. 
207 and a half is the total as far as O-Town and Toronto. Uh, Orlando is a three-point dog. It's tight, but it's not high, obviously. Uh, Orlando with Isaac being back. I know Tony got all excited before with MCW being out for Orlando, but, um, you know, another How do you team. possibly put that on your list? Seriously. Explain it to me. <laughs> I make a list. What do you want from me? I got well, there. What in the world? There's not a single person on this earth that cared if he was in or out. Mrs. MCW? No. no not even her. <laughs> I don't know, man. Somebody cares. No, no one, literally no one cares if he was in or out. <laughs> well, not a single person. DJ Augustine might play a few extra minutes. And no one cared if he was playing either. You listed him as well. <laughs> <laughs> like both of those guys. Are we just stalling in this game because, Tony, you don't care about anybody in this entire game or what? Orlando is on my list of teams that I just really don't play guys in Orlando games because they play really good defense. And they're, they're, they're just not exciting offensively. It's a, an 11-game slate. Just cross Orlando games off. Yeah, and the Toronto side, you know, of course, the same deal with FVV and, and Pascal. They're going to play, assuming this game stays tight, assuming there's no wonkiness, they're going to play 38 to 41 minutes. Um, they're kind of priced for that at this point. So I don't really love – and I just don't think anybody really smashes on that Toronto side, but they're not going to hurt you either. I think Pascal and Van Vliet are always playable just because they play 40 minutes. But yeah. you don't need safe, I don't think, on an 11-game slate. Like, I do – I think Pascal gets you 45 to 50 tonight. I think Van Vliet gets you, like, 40, which is fine. Like, if it's the last piece and you just have to make – like, sure, they're fine. But you're not excited about it. I don't think they have crazy upside. We got a uh, – no, not a starting lineup for San Antonio, but according to our chat, they're saying that Patty Mills is going to draw the start for what it's worth. He's, uh, he's real nice on FanDuel. He still doesn't play 30 minutes, but, like, he doesn't need to play 30 he could, minutes. Like, he could get 40 fantasy points, though, at 3,500. Yeah. I mean, on FanDuel, was a really strong play. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think uh, – I'm trying to remember what his price was on Yahoo or DK. Like, four and change. DK is 4K, and he's an early game. So, I think he's a way, way worse play on on DK. I like how we have that same approach as far as the late swaps. Just like just, I These days, though, time. like, uh, this is my pet peeve with, with late swap with people. They don't realize how big of an edge it is to wait on news and just mass sub all your teams to the new, the new news. Like, I really don't think people get it. Sure, they get screwed the other night with the injury where this guy's out or this guy sits on FanDuel, but I don't think they realize the casual player how big of an advantage it is for sharp people that can sit there and mass swap 150 teams based on info. Hey, I talked about it last night. You know, last night it was kind of it was like a double header essentially. I'm like, look, if Baines is out, that's going to elevate yeah. Rashawn Holmes. Get yourself some Rashawn Holmes. And uh, what did he end up owned on like DK? I don't know, but I can tell you that I was in the, I was in some single entry contests on Yahoo where I was the only one that had it. Yeah. I loved him too. Like he, I, didn't, I didn't understand it. I was like, you yeah. called it too. I'll give you credit when you call it. Like he's going against two slow white dudes. Like what's going to happen? <laughs> that's that's not how I phrased it. That is exactly how you phrased it. Except you like beat around with it. You called him like girthy or something or whatever you said. I think I call him crafty. Whatever you said. I call him girthy. I think you basically said they're white without saying they're white. <laughs> Seamless segue. Uh, Kyle, do you have any Raptors thoughts? Um, you know, not really. I mean, I think Tony kind of nailed it. Like Pascal and Van Vliet are always in play because of the minutes that they get. And I think Siakam does have like a, the higher ceiling of the two, but you know, at that, at that price and his position where Giannis is kind of a priority for me tonight, I don't get to him a whole lot. Vooch is somewhat interesting on, on Fandle where he's pretty underpriced in my opinion, at eight, five, 
Um, so I think Vooch would probably be the only person I really have any interest in, in this game. Uh, so maybe we're having conflicting reports now in the chat because apparently they're talking about Mills may or may not be starting. I'm yeah, not sure just, what's going it on. It says Mills is starting at point guard, so I guess Murray isn't starting or or Murray's at the two today. Patty Mills know. is starting for sure. Okay, and so then, maybe Forbes isn't starting? Hodel is starting too. Hurdle. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll move on. we got to pick it up, boys. Uh, we need some pick-me-up games because it's 11 I actually think I, li- I think I like Patty Mills more than I lead on. If, if he's starting against Washington, yeah. even, on four, even on DK where I don't want to lock the spot, I really think he's a good play at 4K. He's going to crush versus Washington, and they don't want to play Murray minutes. So, yeah. like, if you guarantee me Patty's going to play 25 to 30 minutes, I don't see how he doesn't crush a 4K tag. 25 Especially is very if he's starting safe. and Murray's not. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like 25 safe. He could play upwards of 30, 35, right? Like he, not 35. He doesn't I, play 35 minutes. I don't Literally. know how many minutes. Point being, he's cheap and he's going against Washington. Yeah. Kyle called it. That's it and freaking ish. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cleveland, Miami, two fourteen is the total. Uh, so Larry Nance, we playing Larry Nance tonight, today, Kyle? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess why not? He's, he's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't love it. I wish he was cheaper. He's he's a guy who is pretty solid. He does have some upside when he gets the minutes, but just no minutes for him so far this year. Um, I wish I do wish he was cheaper, but uh, I, I guess I don't hate it. I think he's a fine play. Um, wouldn't be my first option in this game. I do think there's some better options in this one, especially if we see. Um, okay, it looks like Dragic is now probable. So um, okay. So I still like not a good amount with Winslow out, but um, but yeah, I think I think Nance is fine. Yeah. So what is his Fanduel price is five three? His DK price is four three. That's but that's better. Yeah. His fan draft price is eight one. That's fine. That, I mean, that's good too. Uh, and Yahoo's eighteen bucks, which is somewhere in the middle of those. But the best price is DK and fantasy draft. Yeah. Uh, he's going to draw the start, of course, for uh, uh, for Thompson. He's going to sit. I assume he's going to play the five. You want him closer to the basket. Tony, it's not necessarily this great spot here against Miami, but we, we should expect an elevation of minutes to like, I don't know, 27? Is that a reasonable guess? Does that sound about right for you? Yeah, I got him at 28 minutes right now. And if he okay. plays 28 minutes, he's going to smash. I mean, there's no way. I think he's almost a lock. I, I think I like him more than you guys. I mean, I should say on DK. On FanDuel, I don't Correct. like him as much at 5-3. At 4-3 on DK, though, He's pretty close to a lock. I haven't built teams out yet, but, I mean, he's on my list as far as top, top plays. If I build 150 teams, he's going to be 70% plus for me. He's just – the only way he's not crushing is foul trouble or something random, which could happen, though. I mean, it could happen against Miami. So, he's not completely foolproof, but I do think he gets you probably in the 30s for 4.3K, which is huge, I think, so. I think you can play Zizek, too, as a deep tournament flyer. He's 3,400 on DK. I don't know how well – he probably doesn't correlate great with Nance. Maybe no, if you don't play together. Nance, yeah. maybe play like 70% Nance, 30% Zizek. If Nance somehow gets in foul trouble, I think Zizek will just smash. But he, he's so cheap. I, he's I terrible. Like, I know we don't – He's awful. Like, <laughs> like, he's really terrible. I yeah. agree. <laughs> he is. I agree. Like, he's even really last year bad. when he was – when he was in those mega chalk spots last year and he just sucked and then he'd get there in scrub time, like he he is bad. I agree. Rudy Gobert worked him so bad oh, last God. year. I remember that game vividly. I remember it like it was two seconds ago and then he got there in scrub time though. 
Yeah, which I, I was thankful for, I believe. <laughs> I'm sure you sport. were. <laughs> <laughs> I sucked out and like against like uh, I'm forgetting the backup uh, jazz center, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, somebody that didn't fare well. <laughs> talk to me, Kyle. Uh, pivot over to Miami as well, too. I like Butler. I don't know if he fits in my you know salary uh, coordination, but he's certainly in my, my player pool. Uh, if the news is confirmed that Dragic plays, none is no longer as appealing to me. Hero takes a step back as well. And, you know, Miami's a good team. It's a good matchup here against Cleveland. Uh, potential blowout, yada, yada, yada. Like, if you if the team's going to blow out another team, I want to be inside of the team doing the blowing out, and that's probably the Miami side. But, you know, none of the prices necessarily pop. I like Bam, but I don't know if he fits my salaries uh, once again today. Good salary in Yahoo for what it's worth. I like the Yahoo salary. But, you know, long story short, I'm mostly off this game. But, like, if, you know, last man in, if Butler fits, I'm good with that. What say you? Yeah, I mean, I guess I just re-looked. And earlier, uh, Bam and Nunn didn't have quite the ownership projection. Now they're both over 30% on FanDuel and, and wow. similarly across across the map. So that's actually somewhat surprising. I didn't really expect that. Um, I, I, I kind of figured. They're 30%? Be, yeah, for, uh, for FanDuel. What are they, projection. super cheap on FanDuel? Bam's eight one and none is five eight and they're and none's thirty five percent. That's got to be a misprint or something. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, especially with the starting news of uh, with Mill starting, and then you got guys like Luca and and Young on the slate. I think none will be lower than that. So he's thirty kind of percent. That's crazy. Yeah, I think you know he's kind of priced in a spot where he's going to just naturally go, you know, overlooked because he's not quite cheap enough. You know, where people they can just go to Mills and then. You know, he's not quite expensive enough to where you kind of want to go for a stud. So I think none will be pretty interesting at the end of the day. We got five games in like 16 minutes to make it work. So uh, let's try to pick up a pace here, boys. Let's let's go at the uh, – let's stop. We're like doing like Denver pace or something like that in this game. Let's, <laughs> let's go at the Minnesota pace. Sure, why not? Charlotte, Brooklyn, 219 is the total. Brooklyn is a four-point favorite. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, how much are we prioritizing him, Tony? So he's priced up – slightly higher than the last game but man it's he's another guy and I've tried to do better with this in NBA where guys that are just clearly super elite plays I try to just play them and maybe get a little different elsewhere whereas in past years I think I might have faded these plays a little too much just because I knew they were great but I worried too much about ownership type thing this year I've been just playing them and it's worked out really good so far so I'm just going to keep going with that and try to be different in other spots maybe I just don't know how he doesn't get there outside of just the random stuff we always talk about, blowout, injuries, fouls. Normal game flow, he's going to smash this price tag. He's going to play high 30s minutes, I think. I just don't see how he doesn't crush. So, yes, very elite play. I like Allen as well, too. Uh, good matchup there against Cody Zeller. Uh, all the all the Brooklyn guys are in play. I think t- uh, Tareem Prince is certainly a, a player. sucks well they too. play so many guys. Don't, doesn't, don't they tilt you as much as any team where – you really like Jared Allen tonight, and then all of a sudden, like, Nicholas Claxton's in there getting minutes <laughs> on you and stuff, and it's just – it's so tilting. If DeAndre Jordan was getting, like, 25, 27 minutes or something like that instead of Allen, that that would tilt me. But uh, this feels like an Allen game, is it not, Kyle? Yeah, I think Allen's pretty solid, but the the thing here is the minutes. It's just so frustrating to play him, and then sure. he's kind of like he's kind of like Murray. He he'll be limited yeah. on minutes because they got to get Jordan minutes. They got to get Clacks in that those eight to ten or whatever it may be. So that, that's the only issue there. Why do they not um, play these guys? Explain it to me. I just don't I, get I, it. Just why does Allen, Why does Jared Allen not get thirty minutes at least every night? Like it doesn't make sense to me. 
Yeah, couldn't really tell you. And the thing about Allen is, especially on FanDuel, he's kind of priced to where he had that smash spot a couple couple games ago when Jordan was out when he, and he went off. So he's kind of still uh, catching up to that price, and he hasn't really come down. He's 6'6 over on FanDuel, so I probably don't get to him a whole lot over there. Um, as far as Dinwiddie, he's just in a smash spot. Great matchup. Should be pretty high-paced. Um, 37% usage last game. So, like, this is kind, it's kind of like C.J. McCollum yesterday when he's kind of priced properly to what – the role is going to be, but, but then when he gets a huge uptick in usage and, and permanent production rather than McCollum and also McCollum's not going to be, or then he's not going to be 80% like McCollum was yesterday. So I think Dinwiddie is definitely a better play than let's say McCollum was yesterday. Um, and I think, you know, at 30, 35%, he might even be lower than that considering people are going to be like Dinwiddie at seven, three rather than, you know, being five, five, like they're used to. So I think sticker shock might get some people up Dinwiddie. Yeah, it's a big price jump, but it's justified too. It, it, yeah. The math checks out. Uh, how about the, the the Hornets? Give me like thirty seconds on the Hornets. If you have thirty uh, seconds on the Hornets, I got one name, Devonte Graham. I think he's a great play, and then PJ Washington's underpriced too. But Devonte Graham is a, a great play. No one's going to play him. Tony, you care about the Hornets tonight? Yeah, I actually like the Hornets because Brooklyn plays no defense, and I don't know. Like I like Rozier. I like Graham. I don't hate Zeller. Like, Brooklyn gets carved on the glass, especially when they start playing some of these scrub guys like Claxton. Uh, Zeller's, Zeller seems like the type of guy that could go off tonight to me. And I just like playing bigs like Zeller that hustle against Brooklyn. Like, he's just a hustler. He, another whitey, like Dean likes to say. A whitey out there grinding. So, I, li- I like Charlotte. I mean, it's it, they're not cash plays. You're not going to play – Graham or Rozier in cash, but in tournaments, I think a little like three one stacks, three Charlotte with Dinwiddie could win a tournament tonight. That's JSU style, isn't it? Uh, if I, I like JSU and Kyle are my two heroes in tournaments. So any, if I can do anything they do, then I like it. They're good at these things. You're more about the the showdown slates. I, I do. I hold my own in everything. I'm more <laughs> well balanced, but. Just don't get jealous, Dean. Just because I'm giving compliments to other people, don't be getting jealous. <laughs> Where, when am I your hero? What circumstance? I've given you compliments before. <laughs> Off just, air. Well, that, don't worry about it. <laughs> Take what you can get, Dean. <laughs> Let's move on. Utah, Minnesota, 221.5 is the total. Minnesota is a three-point dog. We don't really know the story of Wiggins. He's currently questionable with the fish, not feeling particularly well. Uh, this is a rematch of a couple days ago. Cat versus Gobert. Uh, you know, I think this game's going to be mostly ignored, Tony. Uh, is that is that the wrong idea? Should we be talking about it? So the last time these played, Minnesota was my favorite team on the slate just because I like how Towns matches up against Gobert. He can bring him outside. Gobert doesn't like to go outside and guard people. Cat ate him up. I think Cat eats him up again tonight at home. And like you said, he's going to be unowned. He's tough to play over those other stars, but if I'm building 100, he's the perfect 150 guy where I'm just going to play him 30%. He's going to be 10% owned. I'm going to be way above the field, and when he gets me 60, I'm thrilled, and maybe I'll hit Yahtzee on one of my combos because I played him at center instead of Giannis or whoever, whatever other. Do you need Wiggins out? Huh? Do you need Wiggins out? I don't necessarily care. Sure, it'd be better. I think he, he's going to sit anyways, I think. Maybe he plays, but either way, I don't, I don't care all that much about Wiggins because it's a low-owned play anyways. Like, I, I just like the matchup for his Gobert. He's not going to be a core piece. He's probably not going to be on my main team, but I do like him as far as a, a multi-guy. Uh, what do you have for me, Kyle? 
talk about yeah. the game. Yeah, so last time these two matched up, I love Donovan Mitchell, and I love him again here. God, he, he let us down too, Mitchell. Yeah, but he shot five for 23. That No way that happens. If that happens again, then so be it. If you get a guy who's going to take 23 shots and, and what is – I can't wait really to play game. him again. He pissed me yeah. off the other night. <laughs> yeah, Don, I love playing Donovan Mitchell. He's he's so electric. And you know when once that fourth quarter comes, the ball is always in his hands. So that's when the big production comes for Donovan Mitchell. Dean likes when the balls are in his hands. <laughs> we're trying to knock out three or four games in 11 <laughs> minutes, and we're doing these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Donovan Mitchell is probably top three play for me behind Giannis and Trey Young. I, I think I'll have those three in as many lineups as possible. Let's move on. <laughs> Detroit, Chicago. 222 is the total. We got Chicago's. 10 minutes. How much time do you think we need? We got three games in 10 minutes. If we, if we had that pace the entire game, that entire show, we'd be done with it. In well, if you didn't talk minutes. about freaking Michael Carter Williams and freaking <laughs> DJ Augustine, maybe we'd, be, we'd have time. Bringing up me talking about Michael Carter Williams does not help. That's not part of the solution. <laughs> That's only making it worse. <laughs> it's compounding it. Uh, all right. So Drummond's a really good play. Um, Chicago, one of the worst rebounding teams in all basketball. The price is still pretty cheap on Drummond. Uh, it's gone down since, uh, you know, Blake's come back. And, you know, Drummond still is going to be fine. Blake's interesting, too, because he's fairly cheap as well, and we're not really sure what his minutes are going to be. If you can kind of get the 33, 34, 35 against this terrible Chicago team, I think he's pretty interesting. Speaking of salaries, uh, DK-specific, Laurie Marketing, like, he's not been good, and he's hurt, or he's playing hurt, or he has been hurt. I'm not privy to the medical staff, but, like, it looks like he's playing hurt. He's playing through it, but the price. Your boy is really Draymond's going to sit. By the way, you called. Oh, it. I called. There you go. How about that? Who's your hero now? It says wow. game time decision, but yeah, I'm guessing that means he's going to sit. Yeah, how about that? That doesn't help. That's pretty anybody. good call. I, good I call, Dean. I mean, excellent. It's a better stuff. call if it happens at seven oh one. But yeah, uh, all right, we're burning time. Uh, Tony, thoughts. Uh, yeah. I mean, this isn't this isn't one of my favorite games, but. You have to like Drummond, right? Yeah, it's just that you can't play every stud, but he's great. Yeah, Chicago is just a team that I always like to play bigs against another team like that. I hate that that Blake's back, so they're going to share some of the boards. I think it's another situation kind of like I think one of the other teams I talked about, Cleveland or someone where don't play Blake and Drummond together, but I think you can play some Blake for the first time all year just in case he hits that max upside spot. I think – don't play them together, but you definitely need some of Drummond and Blake because I think they both got upside. Kyle? Yeah, you definitely can't play them both together. I think the optimal scenario if you're playing Drummond is that you do kind of see Griffin on a, on a minute limit where maybe, maybe he only gets 28 or, or 27 or whatever it may be, and that's when Drummond kind of hits the ceiling. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the thing that's going to make Drummond hit, hit his ceiling is those peripherals, those blocks and those steals. And I do think that's it's a pretty good spot for him. Um, the Bulls are allowing – over five blocks a game to uh to the opposite team. So I like Drummond a pretty good amount here. Uh, and the price is down, so I'm all over Drummond. Yeah, I did a quick court IQ. Just want to see if, like, kick Curry off the court, kick Draymond off the court, kick Russell off the court, and nothing really shows up for the Golden State side. It's really unsexy. We uh, talked about the blowout with Draymond in. You get Draymond out of there, and, whoo, it could get ugly. Well, I would guess Bowman would start, right? Wouldn't Bowman start? He has to. I mean, they have to start a guard if Draymond's not in there. Yeah, which is a weird sentence too. But yeah, uh, that's... that game gets a lot thinner to me though. I, these guys should do good, like Burks. But God, if it, it it could get like really, really ugly. 
in no way am I trying to discourage the rostering of Luca, but you might only get three quarters of Luca tonight. But he also might have put 70 and three quarters. So just sort of throwing that out there. Uh, let's move on. There's two games left. Houston, Denver, 221 and a half is a total. Denver is a one point favorite against the Rockets. And Tony, this is your team. This is Denver. You got to defend, uh, Nikola Jokic. Of course, he's facing against Harden. And as far as the star prioritization tonight, he feels like he's falling behind Luca. It feels like he's falling behind Giannis because we mentioned that the pace in Denver, it's the slowest pace in all of basketball. Denver's a good defensive team. Um, yeah, Harden's great. I'm not here to besmirch. If you want to play the ownership game, I'd imagine they'll fall lower in ownership and all those guys. Uh, of course, he's the most expensive as well, too. Harden, Westbrook, Houston, any interest, Tony? Yeah, uh, this game's interesting because a few of the other star spots we talked about. With uh, Milwaukee, we had Giannis and Trey as a kind of a blowout spot that could happen. We talked about Dallas, Golden State with Luka could be a blowout spot. But you get to this game – I don't really think this game's going to blow out either way. Like, this is going to be a close game. Harden has always played Denver really tough. Denver struggles with this high pick and roll just because Jokic, he can't go out there and guard when Capella sets that high screen. Really tough guard for him. But Jokic should be fine, too. So, I think this game's interesting. It's definitely a stack night for me, and that's weird in the NBA because I don't usually stack all that much. But we already talked about it twice. Like, if you like Luka, you got to run it back with Golden State guys. If you like Giannis, definitely play Trey. This is the same spot for me. Like, if you play Jokic, definitely play Harden with him or Westbrook. I say this every time, but, again, same thing kind of with the rules. Don't play Westbrook and Harden together, at least I don't think. Play one of them with Jokic. Try to get the ceiling. Just like last game, Westbrook kind of hit his ceiling. Harden was okay, but, I mean, 58 or whatever he got wasn't going to be massive at that price but again i think it's a good spot play Jokic and harden play Jokic and westbrook i think this is a good game tonight uh bulls beast beat writer just tweeted out just saw bulls guard uh kobe white cut his uh pre-game warm-up short with what appeared to be a lower leg ankle injury he walked off under his own power don't want to speculate boiling to address the media in five minutes so stay tuned on that that could be interesting uh and marquis chris was the one guy that was kind of sort of popping by the way i see people talking about marquis chris and Especially if that game blows out, Marquise Chris can like do things in a, a blowout game against Dallas. So I think he's kind of interesting as well. Uh, what else do you have? What do you have in this game, Kyle? As far as Houston and Denver? Yeah, I think Harden's okay. Maybe maybe Harden does get the bump over a guy like Luca now, especially if Draymond sits. But because um, you can kind of expect those those four quarters and possibly you know thirty eight thirty nine minutes here. Uh, the guy I like who I think is going to go pretty overlooked is Jamal Murray. As long as he can you know shoot the ball well, he's typically a good play 35 percent usage was a, was a season high last game and you know we saw him smash that really good matchup going to be up in pace and so I think Murray would be the guy that I think would be the sneaky tournament play here Jokic is okay he's so frustrating so far this year but the price comes down so I think I think it's okay but I think other than that there's no real secondary pieces I love yeah, I mean, four straight games we're talking about in chat. Like, why is nobody talking about Capella? Capella's fine. You can play him, sure. Four yeah. straight games with 20 rebounds. Like, rebounds are good. I uh, actually like Capella, too. And I should have brought it up when we were talking about this game. But I kind of did where I said Capella, they can't guard it. Jokic cannot guard the high screen and roll. So either Harden's going to go off or Capella's going to go off or they're both going to go off. So I like Capella, and he's guaranteed sometimes he gets pushed off the floor, right? That's why we don't like Capella. When the game goes small, he can't stay on the floor. He's not going off the floor tonight because Denver plays big. So Capella's going to get his minutes unless he gets in foul trouble. 
I think Capella is one of the best plays on the slate. There are some questions being saved up from uh, from the YouTube. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We're going to lightning round those as fast as possible. Start loading those up there for us, D-Train. Uh, as far as Boston and the Clippers, that's the that's the hammer. It should be a fun game uh, with Kawhi playing alongside George. Uh, you got to think their usage both takes a hit. The usage for guys like Harkless, Harkless, why am I saying Harkless? Harrell, uh, you know, the peripheral pieces like Lou Williams, that's going to take a hit as well too. Uh, long story short for me, Tony, give me like 20 seconds this because we have a ton of questions to try to answer as many as possible before we step aside for crunch time. But this feels like a game that's going to be better to watch than to play from a DFS perspective. What say you? Yeah, there's no way I'm playing anyone from Boston. Like, I don't I don't even really consider anyone. I'm not going to pick on the Clippers when they – I mean, when they can put a team out there with Trez, Paul George, Kawhi, Beverly, four of the five guys, it's going to be tough to score on them. And Boston always plays tough, so I don't like – anyone in this game the only guy I would even make any case for is Lou Williams just because no one's going to play him and he's kind of cheap on like DraftKings he's only 6,500 no one's going to play him because they know that Paul George and Kawhi are out there obviously but Lou sweet Lou's going to get buckets no matter what and he could play some of the time when the other guys are out I don't like love it but sure as a late hammer you can always play sweet Lou anything to add here Kyle um, Paul George, 7-8 on DraftKings, 8-3 on FanDuel. Could be the first game he sees 30 minutes. Uh, he's the only one I like, and he's going to be maybe 5% owned on, in tournaments, so he'd be the guy for me. Lightning round, fast as possible. Kyle, Robert Covington? I think Robert Covington's okay. I like him more if Wiggins is out, but the minutes kind of are iffy there too. We just talked about Capella. Big T, any interest in a lot? Uh, Alfonso McKinney? I mean, I can honestly say I don't even know who he plays for. He plays for Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, definitely not using that dude. Uh, Tristan Thompson being out. Is there any interest in Kevin Love? I don't hate it. Uh, Rozier? I'm just throwing out names. Anybody, feel free to give an answer. I prefer Graham over Rozier personally. Any interest in Will Barton? Not for me. All right. No. Uh, Glenn Robinson, you you like Glenn Robinson to some degree, right there, Kyle? Especially if uh, Draymond sits. Yeah, I think – yeah, about that. Chris, if Draymond does sit, Chris could see a ton of minutes, and he was just a, a monster last night. So him and Robinson would get pretty uh, nice upticks. Robinson's going to play 35 minutes, so I like him. Bowman or Bertans, uh, we got to take Bowman under the assumption that Draymond doesn't play, right? Yeah. Okay, as of right now, what we know, it doesn't – I mean, I don't know if we have anything official just yet on that. Uh, D. Rose, any interest in D. Rose in Chicago? Is that still a thing there, Tony? Definitely not. Uh, okay, Kyle, you're playing on Fandle, your favorite mid-low-tier uh, center on Fandle for cash. You have um, one or you're going high? I guess if, it, if you're looking for, like, dirt cheap, I think Pirtle's fine. But uh, mid-tier, I think Brooke Lopez is okay. I don't love it, but I do think I – I'm intrigued to get, you know, lower there so I can spend up elsewhere. Do we like Ben Simmons? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't need him. You should, I mean, whatever. Um, all right. We saw that kid in Max last night. I want to roster Max for the Lakers. That, that guy banged some threes. <laughs> the 10-year-old out of the crowd or whatever he was. Uh, much better free throws, a three-point shooter. Maybe better three-point shooter than Giannis. Uh, I'm sure Big T will tell you that. T, uh, finish strong. Give me a – Give me a hot take. A hotter than it takes you gave me throughout the entire show. I know you've been hoarding it, saving it. You want to keep the people around as long as possible. Give me something scalding. The two guys I kind of like more than I like starting the show were Patty Mills right out of the gate. As long as he's starting, which I think we saw he's starting, I like him a ton. And then Capella, I think I fell in love with Capella as the thing's going on. Kyle just said in chat, Shaq Harrison is starting for Kobe. 
Yeah, uh, no, I think he's starting for uh, Hutchison, but Kobe White oh. qu- or game time decision. They said it's a sprained ankle, so I doubt he's playing. Shaq yeah, they Harrison. said he like hobbled off too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. During warm up, yeah. so yeah. I mean, Shaq Harrison that for three K has to be pretty interesting. Ton. This is not lightning round. <laughs> D Train is not happy with us. Kyle, g- give me something good. You finish strong. Uh, Donovan Mitchell goes for sixty-five plus fantasy points. I like it. There you go. Succinct and strong. Uh, thank you. God, I'm excited. I love that he likes Donovan Mitchell. Thank Always. you, Yahoo, for sponsoring the show. Uh, if you guys, once again, one last time, please, we really much appreciate it. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. It's very important when it comes to the old analytics. Uh, stay tuned for crunch time. If you guys are premium members, he's Tony. He's Kyle. I'm Dean. Thanks for watching. We're out of here. Holler.